Welcome back to the Travels with Kev podcast, a podcast to help beginner and intermediate travelers get acquainted with Amtrak travel. And I'm Kev, and I'll be your host. And today's topic is Amtrak's Capital Limited. So let's look at that route. The Capital Limited is a relaxing way to travel between Chicago, Illinois, and Washington, D.C. Plus, you can stop or get off the train at one of the 16 stops, including Toledo, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Pittsburgh, and the rest. In this podcast, we're going to cover the basics of the Capital Limited and probably give you a little bit more information than you need. But hey, the more information you have, the better a traveler you can be. One advantage of taking the Capital Limited over flying is it. Many of the stops are in downtown. If you want to see the Capitol or or walk the National Mall or even see the Post Office Museum, you get off the train, walk out of the station, and they're all right there. So let's take a quick look at some quick facts of the Capitol Limited. The train is numbered 30 going east and 29 going west. The train does not have Wi-Fi, at least not at the time of this podcast. And if you need tickets for this train, you can get them through uh, Amtrak.com, Amtrak's app, or by calling 1-800-USA-RAIL or some staff stations. You can also get them from some travel agencies. Whatever you do, don't plan on buying your ticket on the train. And don't forget, Amtrak does not have a check-in process like the TSA or the airlines, so you do not have to check in the day ahead of time, and you can walk onto the train when you are instructed to do so. The Limited uses, uh, by the way, I will call the Capital Limited the Limited in this just because it gets a little easier, uses Amtrak's Superliner equipment, which is the two-story or bi-level equipment. And you can get coach seating, roomettes, bedrooms, family, or accessible rooms on this train. The Capital Limited has a cafe car open to all passengers. And at the time of this podcast, the Capital Limited still has Amtrak's Flex Dining. The interesting part about that is this was one of the first trains uh, that had Amtrak Flex Dining as a pilot program. There are talks of it return of this train returning to traditional dining. There is not a timeline as to that yet, but my guess would be in the next year or two. And one thing about that, if you're listening to this in the future of when I'm recording this, uh, the interesting thing about this train, if you're going east out of Chicago, often Amtrak will call dinner times in local times zone. This train quickly goes from central to eastern time, but when they call dinner reservations, they are often still in central time. So just keep that in mind that you're might be an hour off with your dinner reservations. Boarding Amtrak's Capital Limited is fairly easy. Have your ticket ahead of time, and when it's time to board, listen to conductors and attendants uh, if you are at an on-staff station. If you are at a staff station, uh, listen for announcements. When it's time to board and you see the train coming in or you're walking toward the train, make sure you have your tickets out and available. Uh, either you can have them printed or electronic. For coast passengers, you will be assigned your seat the day of travel. Uh, But sometimes if you're toward the end of the route, you can sit wherever you want. It depends on how busy the train is and and a few other circumstances. But if you're towards the end, you might get to sit where you want. Uh, Amtrak often tries to group passengers going into similar locations in the same car. It makes it easier for conductors and staff to help passengers off the train. And in theory, it means fewer disruptions for those traveling further. So people going 
into uh, from Chicago to D.C., they might put them in one car so that you're not being disrupted when people get on and off in Pittsburgh. They try to do that. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Amtrak also tries to put groups and families together, uh, but this can be more difficult if you're in the middle of the route, so be patient. If uh, you are traveling with somebody else and you can't sit next to each other, let conductors know, and uh, at the next station stop, see if you can switch seats. Often, uh, as I said, you would be assigned a seat uh, before getting on the train. Um, after you find your seat and uh, the train leaves, make sure you have your ticket available for scanning uh, if the conductor has and then often they will put a little card or a little seat check above where you're sitting and that will indicate what community that you're getting off at and it also shows that that seat is reserved for you just as a reminder just this this is actually important Amtrak as that you not change seats for the for a better seat without first talking conductors and the main main reason for that is so that they can try to put groups of people together for those in a sleeper car, though, uh, you receive your sleeper car room assignment after you book the accommodation. So as soon as your credit card information clears, you are assigned a room. If you bought your ticket uh, electronically over the phone, your room reservation will be emailed to you uh, and available in the app. If you purchase them on the station, you will leave with a paper ticket. Uh, I believe now, uh, if you do buy your tickets at a station, that they can also be put into the app. All the sleepers are together and all the coach cars are together. So they're, depending on the season and then how the train got turned, um, they will be on either side of the either the cafe car or the dining car. The food cars are always in the center. And usually a car attendant and conductors will be outside the car. And especially if they're, you know, if it's in the middle of the night, they'll be waiting for you. Uh, and looking for you so you look for them and the quicker you, <laughs> the quicker you can get on board the quicker the train can take off just like with coach seating do not change to another room without first talking to somebody because um, if a room might be open when you get on the train uh, but somebody might have it reserved uh, at the next stop usually the car attendant will visit uh each passenger after the train takes off, and they'll let you know about the rooms, the meals, and all that stuff. If they don't see you right away, they could be helping somebody else and give them some time. Or uh, if you do have a question, there are often call buttons that you can hit, and they will try to get to you as soon as they can. Just remember, uh, there's one car attendant for a whole car, and that's five bedrooms and 15 roomettes, plus the family room and the accessible room. So uh, if, if it's a full car, uh, it could take a little bit. So what paperwork do you need to write Amtrak? This is true for any train. You, you need a ticket, obviously, and a government-issued ID. Um, they don't always ask for them. Uh, Amtrak ticket readers will randomly ask conductors to check for IDs. It hasn't happened yet, but it has happened to a few of my friends riding along. So just make sure you have one. And besides, you, you need a ID when you travel, too. So it's always good to just have those and current. Uh, a passport, driver's license, or a state ID card all work. And as far as tickets, I can't remember if I said this before, but it's always worth going over. Uh, you can use paper or electronic tickets uh, to board the train. I do have uh, a podcast coming up. It was actually what I scheduled to do first, but I decided to do this one instead. Uh, I have a, a podcast coming up about printing Amtrak tickets on 
do you have to boiler alert you, you don't but uh, it gives you some ideas of how you can print them off when you should print them when you don't need to print them uh, but if you are interested that article is live now just go to travelswithkev.com and just search for printing amtrak tickets so let's break down the trip i forgot to mention this before but the uh, Capital Limited takes uh, about 18 hours to go from end to end, give or take a little. Uh, if you are going west on train 29, Capital Limited 29 westbound, your first day is from Washington, D.C. to Pittsburgh, and day two is from Alliance, Ohio to Chicago, Illinois. If you are going eastbound on train 30, uh, day one is from Chicago, Illinois to Toledo, and uh, day two is from Sandusky to Washington, D.C. For those in sleeper cars, the Capital Limited will give you dinner on the first day and breakfast on the second, regardless of which direction you're going. If the train happened to be going really late, you might end up with an extra meal or Amtrak's famous We Are Late stew. Who owns the tracks used by the Capital Limited? Uh, Amtrak does not own most of the tracks they run on, but the rails are owned by others, and the Capital Limited uh, operates over rails owned by uh, CSX from uh, Washington to Pittsburgh and Norfolk Southern from Cleveland to Chicago. Uh, outside of and around uh, Chicago Union Station and Washington Union Station, Amtrak does uh, own those tracks, but they do transfer on to those others. Um, there are there may be some small interchanges owned by other railroads and could cross over CN and all that stuff, uh, but those are the tracks that uh, you will be on, and most of the delays um, en route, unless mechanical or otherwise, are caused usually by CSX or Norfolk Southern. If you're interested in checking Amtrak, the status of the Capital Limited, there's a few ways you can do it. Uh, you can go to uh, travelswithkev.com and search for the Capital Limited page. Uh, I will have that linked in the show notes. And there's a section where I have a link that will teach you how to check uh, for Amtrak status on the Amtrak app and website. Uh, otherwise, uh, another app, or it's a website that I like, is transitdocs.com. Uh, also, you can sign up for Amtrak status texts and emails. And like I said, I will have a link to the uh, page that complements this podcast in the show notes. Uh, let's talk a little bit about baggage. Uh, not emotional baggage, but the stuff you carry, the physical stuff you carry on the train. Uh, just be aware that not all Amtrak stations are staffed. And the in most cases, the only uh, time you can check bags is if both your beginning and your end station uh, are staffed. Now, there is a quick workaround. I will go over that in a second. But Amtrak does have a generous carry-on policy, one of the most generous within the transit industry, uh, which allows you to carry two 28-inch suitcases and two personal items. I just remember all bags must be 50 pounds or less. Uh, coach passengers can store, there is a storage shelf uh, above their seats, and there is a luggage rack on the lower level of the car. Uh, sleeper passengers, uh, pack as light as you can. Um, roomettes 
and bedrooms are small. Uh, there is a luggage area on the lower level. Um, sometimes I've seen if uh, either the accessible room or the family room or if there's a room at that's not being used for the entire trip, sometimes uh, attendants have allowed people to put their luggage in there, but that is never guaranteed. Uh, so packing light, uh, this is just in general when you travel, uh, the lighter you pack, uh, the easier it is to travel. Uh, always remember what Rick Steve said. Nobody comes back from a trip saying that they wish that they packed heavier. Anyway, I totally got off on a tangent. Sorry about that. But just remember, uh, in whether you're in a coach or sleeper, there are luggage racks downstairs. Uh, they are unsupervised, uh, so it is your responsibility to, to keep track of that. Uh, or uh, luggage racks above your seats in coach. Uh, and there is a little room in the other accommodations. Uh, check bag service, like I said, is not available at all stops. Here is a little trick, though. I, I live in Wisconsin. Uh, I think that's pretty easy to find out if you do any of my readings or if you're on my email or whatever. Uh, and I use Amtrak's Hiawatha quite a bit. I leave from an unstaffed station. I used to take, or I used to travel to my sister uh, when she lived in South Carolina. And so I'd take the Capital Limited quite a bit. And I've actually been on the Capital Limited every year since 2013, a record I've been able to maintain. But uh, I could not check my bags in Sturdivant. So if I got to Chicago early enough, I could check my bags then in Chicago and then pick them up in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Actually, it's North Charleston. So if you are on a regional train or you know where you s and you're connecting to uh, the capital limited in, in either direction uh, if you can be at your connecting station 45 minutes ahead of time you can check your bags at that station um, I would not check them for example if you're going f uh, cross country so let's say you're going from Washington DC to Chicago and then on to another Amtrak train that could get if the train runs late you could end up missing a bag so just take take that that's 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 uh, a seasoned traveler advice but take that uh, advice as you will and um, be smart about it this next section we're going to talk about food and alcohol in the capital limited you can bring food and beverage onto the uh, onto the capital limited just uh, from one traveler to the next uh, from me to you um, few few things that i ask avoid packing food with pungent odors nobody really enjoys egg salad sandwiches. I mean, you might enjoy eating it, but nobody wants to sit next to that or even tuna sometimes or whatever. This is one of my, my dad's thing. Uh, avoid overly crunchy foods, especially late at night. Um, and just remember, due to FDA regulations, you cannot bring food or drinks into Amtrak food service cars that you did not purchase on board. If you're going to the cafe car, don't bring your snacks with you. I mean, the exception is usually uh, little kids or something like that. Um, you know, but if you, you can't bring your own personal meal into the dining car, for example. Uh, bringing alcohol on board Amtrak's Capital Limited. So uh, listen to this one carefully. You may transport adult beverages in coach, classes, in coach class, but you cannot partake of your stash as you travel. Uh, if you break this rule, you may be kicked off the train and fined. Adult beverages are available in the cafe or dining car for passengers. Sleeping car passengers can bring adult beverages on board and consume them only in their room or, or your travel buddy's room. Uh, you can get kicked off the train if you get out of hand and drink 
too much. Uh, the other thing to remember, too, while we're talking about ways you can get kicked off the train, uh, Amtrak trains are non-smoking. That includes vaping. And also, too, uh, do not bring marijuana on to an Amtrak train. While it is while it is legal in, in Illinois, I almost said Chicago, <laughs> while it is legal in Illinois, which Chicago is in Illinois, I get that, uh, Amtrak is considered federal po- property. And since it's Amtrak is federal and uh, marijuana is not legal at the federal level, uh, you can still get arrested and in trouble for that. A little bit more on food. I Just to recap, uh, Amtrak does have a cafe car, uh, and it's open for most of the ride. Just, just be aware that it does close at night. It may be closed for breaks and during dinner time for sleeper passengers. So it, it could be closed for when you might want to go there. So always listen for announcements. Always bring snacks with you, whether you're in coach or you have a sleeper. Always bring a few snacks with you. You never know when you're going to get hangry. Um, like I said, the cafe hour hours vary, but usually open from pretty early in the morning. Uh, 6 o'clock or so till uh, about 10 or so at night. Uh, Listen for the announcements. That can vary. If you buy food in the cafe car, you can eat it in the cafe uh, if there's room. The observation car, if there's one on that train. uh, Or you can bring that food back to your seat or accommodations. Uh, If you are in a sleeper car, just remember your meals are complimentary. Amtrak offers one complimentary adult beverage per eligible sleeping car passenger. And like I said, just remember that on both trains you are scheduled for dinner and for breakfast. Usually there is dinner reservations and breakfast are often whenever you wake up. Connecting with other trains and transportation. Uh, This train does connect with other transportation. If you are going east, you can take this train from Chicago. If you want to connect with either the Silver Star or the Silver Meteor, or you could uh, actually take it, uh, connect with the Crescent as well if you wanted to head south uh, to um, Atlanta or New Orleans, take a little more scenic route, depending on which uh, where you're getting on the train, that could be a better um, option. Uh, if you are going, oh, plus you can connect with the Northeast uh, Corridor. Um, you can also connect in Pittsburgh with the Pennsylvanian, which will take you up through New York. The problem with that is it's the, if you ever get a chance to take the Pennsylvanian, it's, it's, there's some very beautiful scenery as you go through Pennsylvania. Uh, the layover is in Pittsburgh, like I said, and there's not much to do at the station. Uh, but sometimes it is worth the hour and a half layover. Just bring something to do and a snack. So that's all I have to say. If you are going west, you can connect with most all of the long-distance trains out of Chicago, including the city of New Orleans, Southwest Chief, Texas Eagle, California Zephyr, if I didn't mention that, and the Empire Builder, plus most of the Midwest regional trains, including the Hiawatha. Um, there are fresh air or smoking stops all around uh, on the train. Uh, if you do get uh, one of them is Pittsburgh. Uh, there are a few others. Uh, fresh air stops allow you to get off the train, stretch your legs, and as name apply, get some fresh air or smoke. Getting off the train can add a uh, add a little to your travel experience, and your body may welcome the ability to stretch out and walk around on non-moving ground. The brakes happen during crew changes, fuel stops, and stops with baggage service, or if a train arrives early into a station. Uh, if a train does come in early, in most cases, unless it's a flag stop 
or a receive or depart only stop, trains have to wait until the scheduled time. But you are free to walk around the platform, listen for instructions, so there could be some limitations, uh, but do not wander too far from the train. When it is time to go, uh, the conductors will load the train and leave with or without you. Uh, so listen for the all aboard and a few toots from the locomotive. When you're walking around the train, first-time riders should know a few tidbits about this. It's not hard, but sometimes people are not used to it when traveling. If you have flown uh, or have walked on a bus, you're familiar with this, uh, some of these concepts. But one thing to remember, trains are linear, meaning one train or one car is front of the other. So if you're in a sleeper, you may have to walk through one or more sleepers uh, in order to get to the dining car or cafe car, um, and the same with coach. If you are in coach, you cannot walk into the sleeper car, so just remember that. Uh, but remember, trains are moving, and they sway, and they go back and forth as they go down the track. Some switches, uh, that's where trains can divert onto another track. Uh, some of those are not always smooth, um, so the train may sway a little bit. So use uh, seat backs, luggage racks, the wall for support, and avoid a st and avoid stepping where the plates come together uh, on when you're walking between cars. As soon as you're on the train, that statement will make sense. Uh, always remember you need to wear shoes when walking around the train. Uh, and remember the aisles of the train are narrow, um, and they do not allow for two people to walk in the opposite directions simultaneously. So somebody, if you're in coach, or even if you have a room, somebody might bop in a little bit into your room to let somebody pass. Just If you need to bop into somebody's space, just be courteous of it. Uh, if your space is getting bopped into, uh, just remember it is temporary, and um, people really don't want to disturb you, but people need to get through. Bathrooms and showers. For coach passengers, they can find a few lavatories in the lower level of each coach car. There are no shower facilities for coach passengers. Sleeping car passengers have one lavatory on the upper level of the car, and there are a few on the lower level. Uh, also, if you're in a sleeper car and you're in a room at the shower for the train, is, or the shower for that car is in the lower level. Uh, if you have a bedroom, those are rooms numbered A through E. Bathroom and shower are in your room. It's actually the same room. It's kind of a, a unique way that they do it. Just, just remember, trains are kind of like huge RVs. Uh, they make good use of a small space. So let's just kind of wrap up a little bit on the Capital Limited. The Limited is a safe, relaxing, and fun way to travel to your next adventure. You can bring food aboard the train or use the food service of offered by Amtrak, or do both. That's often what I do. Amtrak, Amtrak cannot store, chill, heat the food that you brought aboard the train. As of now, coach passengers do not have access to the dining car. This can change. If you need medication chilled, uh, bring a cooler with ice, and Amtrak may be able to provide some additional ice. Lounges, I forgot to bring, mention this before, but if you are leaving out of Washington, D.C. or Chicago, Illinois, and you have a room on the train, either roomette, bedroom, accessible room, or family room, you can use the lounges at those stations. This is a reminder, uh, Amtrak does not have Wi-Fi or streaming on this train. So it makes sense to bring some electronics with you if that's what you're into. But a few little travel tips uh, with bringing electronics. Uh, always bring an extension cord, uh, especially if you are, well, it doesn't matter if you're either in coach or in a room. If 
currently uh, in most rooms, especially roomettes, there's only one outlet in the room. Uh, these cards were designed in the 90s uh, when they first came out, even even after they have some of them have been rehabbed. Uh, people did not plan on having to charge cell phones like we do now. Uh, so bring an extension cord, and that also helps if you're in coach, especially if you have an aisle seat where because the outlets are on the wall. So if you have an extension cord, you can run it under the seats, and that way then if you need to plug something in, you are not bothering your neighbor. Uh so just remember, bring an extension cord, chargers, cables, a battery pack to keep everything running. Also, this is very important. Use headphones for anything that makes noise, uh, phones, games, anything. And turn down or silence your phone, especially at night. If you need to make a phone call, go into the, either the cafe car, especially at night, either go into the cafe car or into the vestibule of the train on the lower level. Amtrak does not provide entertainment, uh, but they do provide scenery rolling through your window. While a lot of us train enthusiasts talk about the scenery, the real, the real, to be realistic, not every vista you see out your window is going to be breathtaking or stunning. There are some, some spots where it is not pretty, but that is life. And we move on. Uh, the right entertainment can help you pass time. And knowing what you like for entertainment can help. And that includes books, video games, a good playlist. And I do have, if you go to travelswithkev.com, I do have a page on entertainment ideas uh, for the train. Uh, something simple like a deck of cards or a puzzle book can go really far. Uh, if you plan on using electronic gadgets, um, make sure you have apps that do not need Wi-Fi. Um, I don't play many games on, on my iPad or my phone, but I do like Solitaire. Uh, and I have one that I can use um, without um, Wi-Fi. Um, the other thing you can do is try downloading eBooks and podcasts. Uh, and there's a variety of other entertainments that you can use. Most of all, when you travel, bring your patience. Not everybody travels the way that we do as much as we wish that they did. I hope the information in this podcast will help you enjoy your next trip aboard Amtrak's Capital Limited. Remember, if I can travel, you can too. Experience comes from doing, not by waiting and not by sitting at home. If you like this podcast, uh, check out the other ones. Uh, my goal is to have at least, uh, to have a new one out at least once a month. If you really enjoy this podcast and want to have help Travels with Kev grow, we are celebrating our seventh year of helping people travel. You can go to travelswithkev.com slash support. We're also on Buy Me a Coffee and Patreon if you wanted to help. Uh, in either of those cases, if you become a sponsor at $5 or more, you get a postcard from me once a month from my travels. So with that said, I want to thank you for listening and hope you listen again. Uh, don't forget to check out the show notes and travelswithcap.com for more Amtrak information. And I'll now hand it over to my niece to sign us off. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to 